Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to more to it. The show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude. Woo! Today's the day. It got to be today. It got to be today. And y'all know what I'm talking about. But first, I'm talking about that love that I get from y'all that I'm going to give to y'all. Never shut up. Friday Swagaway book. Or 100KKK, it's got to be today, tonight, tonight, the jersey, and you're going to win the cards. Somebody predicted it. It's like the Mega Millions or Mega Billions right now. That sucker there. Woo! They had to add another comma on that thing right there. It is over a billy right now, and we about to go over that 100K. That's how it starts. But... Our show starts every day. Well, what's up with that dude? Let me tell you, yesterday got to talk to the homegirl, Carrie Champion, who I've known forever, even before the industry, L.A. on ours. So respect to her and her show, the Carrie Champion Show. Watch it. It's on Amazon. She's over there doing her thizzle. Had a great time. I, I chime in here and there on that show. Uh, we have tremendous chem- chemistry just because we're friends slash former co-workers on Sports Nation slash Homegirl for Life. So chopping wood over there. Then I had a call with the NFL. I felt like Colin Kaepernick. I was talking to the NFL like, yeah, listen to this. <laughs> nah, we're actually going in partnership, Project Transition and the NFL. To what degree? That's what the call's about. So we're going to continue our conversations, but woo, I got a program and dog. I can't even lie and say I, I made it up. It's just been like pieces from this, Borrow from that, sleepless night here, uh, looking at a piece of paper too long from there, and finally it start Voltroning. It's an insane program. They're excited. I'm excited. Can't say more than that. I settled with the NFL like Captain. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to do something, man. I'm going to sign on the dotted line. So me and Goodell, we're going to do that handshake. We're going to do that bro hook. Um, other than that, I got on a call with a legend. Uh, college football legend, certainly. Um, this dude, really nice guy. He's putting together this big, huge 
pickleball tournament. And since everybody in the streets know I'm top five in the world in pickleball right now, you know what I'm talking about? They called me the Carlos Acaraz of pickleball. If y'all know who that is, get your tennis game up. But um, yeah, his name is Danny Werfel. Y'all remember Danny Werfel? Damn, I remember him. We the same age, but it felt like he raised me because he went to a big school and I didn't. So I used to watch him play before we went out and played, which is kind of weird because we were the same age. I remember yelling at my teammates one time. I was like, dog, y'all stop watching them dudes on TV. We the same level. And they were like, no, we not. <laughs> I was like, I am. So that's funny, man. Just full circle moment talking to him yesterday. Other than that, I went to rehab for my leg. Pickleball does hurt a little bit. I know a lot of old people play, but uh, you can't get hurt. And I was taking it for granted. Now I got to take care of my body. All right. Now, Pat McAfee got to take care of his name. He got to take care of his brand because people are coming at his head left and right. And now he's responding to the pushback that he got over the Larry Nasser comment. Quote, there is an all out onslaught against me right now. Ooh, McAfee in defense mode right now. Let's talk about it because he responded to a tweet from his friend and show co-worker Evan Fox on Michigan State football uniforms with a suggestion that the uh, Michigan State uniforms uh, were designed by Larry Nasser, who we all know is currently serving three concurrent sentences ranging from 40 to 175 years over sexual assaults, possession of child pornography, and tampering with evidence. Boy, our, our law don't give a damn. They like, look, I don't give a damn how long you're going to live. This how long you're going to stay in jail, even your remains. So he was involved in those uniform designs in the joke that Pat McAfee shot to his co-worker Evan Fox. He said, quote, I think Nasser was in on a design team, actually. Okay, that right there. Is that a joke? Is that funny? Is that a bad joke? Because right now I'm like, it took, you know, a bad joke to me is one, you got to explain it. Like, I know what you're trying to say, but it didn't connect to the punchline, so I'm trying to make it work, and I'm turning it into Spider-Man and, and Plastic Man trying to make it work. So I didn't even think that was a good joke, but hey, maybe that's how him and his boy joke. So understandably, that led to some backlash for McAfee, offered a defense of his take on Twitter in the form of a meme of new co-worker Stephen A. Smith, for what, for what? We all seen that one, right? So then, this is what... What I tell you, I got two rules with social media. He violating both of them, damn it. Uh, one is don't respond to negative comments. I don't give a damn what they say. You can't let it get to you. Why internalize it? Why give it your time and your energy? Come on, Pat McAfee. Stay up on the level you are, right? But the second one is don't clarify yourself in the comments. And that's the tricky one. Because sometimes even I'll be like, I get a letter or two A and I'll be like, D -d -d man, stop. <laughs> they thinking that I'll clarify it later or it's just going to be lost. Who gives a damn? But McAfee's in violation, not once, twice on this. So now he's on his show trying to address the criticism, saying that he largely defended his take, claiming it was just commentary between friends. Why in the hell y'all all up in my business? Oh, because I put it out there, <laughs> right? So he did say some sorry if you were offended kind of comments, but he also didn't back down on it and uh, Nasser making those uniforms. So here's some of the excerpts he said. He said, look, 
on Michigan State. I don't want to say it because there is, you know, an all-out onslaught against me right now for simply linking one terrible thing from a school with the most terrible thing from a school to a friend in a reply tweet talking shit to a friend, right? That's what he says. And his Larry Nasser stance. I want to let everybody know what's going on. What's going on? We believe Larry Nasser is a terrible human, the worst human, disgusting human, disgusting, terrible, and mayhem. I would like to say that this show covered that more than probably anybody, more than anybody about how bad of a guy he is, more than anybody did. On apologizing, I do apologize to everybody that just took my six-word tweet and said that I was disrespecting this and not thinking about the victims. I was like, what? I think we're thinking about the victims, future victims, by reminding people that this mother sucker had a lot of power at Michigan State for a long time while being a terrible human being. And on whether he should delete the tweet, and we will stop here. And then I got everybody telling me I need to delete it and apologize for it and all that shit. And I'm thinking, well, if I apologize for that, there might be 150 shows we have to delete off the internet. It's like I walk, I will talk shit about bad people forever. Sue me. Don't actually. Shout out Brett Farr. Okay. Mm. Let me clear my throat. Hit my new edition. I realize I apologize. Woo! He is going down that hole, that rabbit hole, that slippery slope of a rabbit hole, which is always going to test you no matter what level you ascend to. You got to remember how this world works. It works in equilibrium, right? This world works in balance. This world is designed in God and devil, right? Pros and cons, right? We know how this world works. And sometimes you got to get reminded how this world works. So all this good stuff that happens to you, you got to remember that the tests are coming to make sure you still are deemed qualified for all that good stuff. I don't know why, just the way it is, okay? So you could be the man somewhere, but guess what? Challenges, challenges are around the corner waiting to see who the man really is. And ain't that beautiful? Like, that's why I always look at kids and I say, compete. And I'm like, I know your mom and daddy told you don't compete, don't keep the score. They lied to you. I literally said it. They lied to you. The first person you got to compete with all the time in this world is yourself. The second one is those in your social circle, your immediate surroundings, your teammates. The last ones are the ones you probably don't know that well or at all. They are called opponents. You better compete starting with you every single day. Why? Because when you make it in this world, you never turn that off and always realize you are in competition. Even if you're winning, somebody trying to take that gold medal off your neck. Pat McAfee, come on, man. They're going to try and take the medal off your neck. Your goal is to just keep running. Say you can't catch me and you can't catch my gold off my neck. But every now and then you get reminded and you can see him taking that misstep or going back or clarifying, then double clarifying, talking about it and then just saying, hey, what you want me to do? I'll, if, if I got to apologize for this, I will have to apologize for 150 other shows that I create. You're making their point. And you're making my point, which is, man, it is pointless to be up in them comments trying to respond to the crowd. What are you doing, dog? You better than that. You know that, right? So, like, the question is simply, was the tweet out of line? I say no. But you know what? I am different. I don't connect what McAfee's energy was to what damn Larry Nasser did 
in any way, even if he talks about that. That is not connected energy for me. But for you, answer the damn question. Was it out of line? Should he have deleted it? Hell no. I mean, one, you put it up there. You're going to live your whole life doing stuff and apologize as soon as you do it. Who, when you sent that tweet, did you know who he was? Yeah. Did you know what he did? Yeah. So obviously you found another column where you thought that this was still fine to send out despite you knowing it potentially can agitate. Maybe that's what exactly we are talking about right now. And do you agree with McAfee mostly sticking to his guns? Mostly like, you know, you can't be half pregnant. Either you shoot or you put the gun up. You know what I mean? Like this mostly sticking to his guns. My whole thing is this. I hate to see somebody give it up. You know, it's okay if you just got somebody took it from you, right? I hate to lose a game that I actually lost. It's okay for them to win but I can't lose the game. Y'all catch that difference? I can't give it to you. Come take it all day. That means you better than me. If I race you and you beat me and I'm healthy and I ain't get a false start, you ain't get a false start, nobody cheated, here you go. I'll be back <laughs> to come get that, right? So this is just a little bit of a weird play for me to look at McAfee. Y'all getting to him, basically. All these comments talking about the show gonna change, he gonna change, and now my man is the dude with the tank top who talked that smack is now, oh, oh, don't do it, McAfee. Stay you, bruh. Stay true, bruh. Love out here. Bruh, bruh, nana, bruh, bruh. <laughs> Been in that way room, foe. That's why they swag away right there. That's my book, Never Shut Up. These are my cards. Playing cards are going to hook y'all up. And this is my jersey. They don't even make this jersey no more, homeboy. Right here. Somebody going to get that. It got to be today because we like 100 50? I don't know. Something real close. Like finish line right there. You know how you run into 400 you see the finish line right there? But it feels so far away. <laughs> we like there. That damn monkey on your back. Excuse me. Gorilla on your back. Your hamstrings. Lactic acid. That's us right now getting to that 100,000 subscriber mark. We right there. Let's go get it. Okay, let's talk about some quarterbacks that are right there. And some of them are there. And they had the quarterback tiers ranking. Y'all catch this? I love this stuff. Like, when I go X's and O's, I can't lie. I don't like to go too deep um, because <laughs> I don't want to bore y'all. But uh, there's, some, there's some subtleties to the game of football that maybe you guys want to know. Let me know in the comments. I could talk more about it. But, boy, whoo, elbow placement. You know what I'm saying? Where you got to put the hands, et cetera. But I love when we go X's and O's and it's with rankings and tiers. Just real simple, concise. We all can conceptualize it. So let's start off with this, right? There were 50 league insiders who placed 30 veteran quarterbacks into tiers, including eight general managers, 10 head coaches, 15 coordinators, 10 executives, four quarterback coaches, and three involved in coaching analytics. But no players. Mm. I don't know if that's good or bad, because I can't lie. I am a former player. And let's just say our lens is colored from our experiences. So sometimes we can't see the, the trees from the forest and the forest from the trace. Damn it, we get lost up in it sometimes. You don't believe me? Provo voting. I've seen it. I've been in a room for Provo voting. I'm like, dog, what are you talking about? Did you watch him play this year? Or are you still looking at the back of his jersey from three years ago? Like, uh, that's his name, but you've seen his game lately? Or... No, I haven't watched him <laughs> like, straight up. Sometimes players, man, catch me on, don't even know the dude's name, which is okay, I guess. We watch a lot of film in the, and it's dark. 
just to film on, and then obviously no sound. So it's like number 33. And if number 33 ain't a star, but he's just a baller, that ain't going to be good enough. We don't know your name. We don't know your name is Aaron Smith. <laughs> You're just number 33. So uh, good or bad, the players didn't vote. We just going to have to put that to the side. All right, so they put the 30 veteran quarterbacks into five tiers. From best tier, number one, 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 to worst tier, five, 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 five. And the quarterbacks were there ranked by average vote and placed into tiers based on vote distribution. Blowing. Uh, no quarterbacks landed in tier five this year. See, that's what I'm talking about. Man, this world too, PC. God dang. Always take care of somebody's feelings. You ain't got no sorry quarterbacks. Huh? All right. You're going to have a sorry team that's going to draft first, but you ain't got a sorry quarterback. I digress. No quarterbacks landed in tier five, whatever. Although they did receive some tier five votes. Ah, okay. So that means unanimously you don't suck. Just like <laughs> split decision on you sucking. Like some people say, he aight. Some people are like, nah, he sucked. But not all of them said that. Okay, I digress. And the survey excludes rookies because voters have not seen the play in the NFL. So do not ask where's Bryce Young. Do not ask where C.A. Stroud is, etc. All right, here we go. I almost feel like I should start at the bottom. But, man, we already know. Nobody care about the bottom, right? Should I make y'all wait? All right, let's start at the bottom. All right. All right, there are no tier five quarterbacks, even though it's a couple of them. We gonna say, <laughs> let's start with uh, the tier four guys. The worst quarterback in the league by ranking is Gardner Minshew. Damn, you don't want to know why? I can't gonna lie. It's that Minshew mania came back to catch you. Once you do a mania and then you ain't the man, oh, they gonna kill you. You gonna you gonna go manic after that. Desmond Ritter, whatever. Sam Howell, Baker Mayfield. Whoa, Baker's still at the bottom, close. He hella close for his name. That's Oh, Jordan Love is ranked higher than Baker Mayfield. Kenny Pickett and Brock Purdy. That is tier four. Now, Brock Purdy is only in there because uh, we haven't seen enough of him. That's the only reason. Let's be real. Okay, so here's a tier four quarterback. Could be an unproven player. Told you. Not enough information for voters to classify or a veteran who ideally would not start all 17 games. Now, Baker Mayfield, that's sad. Jordan Love. This still last year in that tier four, I hope. Let's let's go get this. Um, the rest of y'all guys, man, you know, swim away. Do what you got to do. But Brock Purdy, got to get out of there. Jordan Love, get out of there. Baker Mayfield, what you doing in there? Tier four, get your game up. Get your name up. All right, tier three. These are quarterbacks, legitimate starters. Needs a heavy running game and or defensive component to win, right? So a little game manager kind of mindset. A lower volume drop back passing offense also suits them best. Okay, who's 23? Mac who? Mac Jones. Okay, it makes some sense. Ryan Tannehill. Justin Fields. Damn. Justin Fields is higher than Ryan Tannehill? <clears throat> them three interceptions in that playoff game did it. Geno Smith. Ooh, that's low for Geno, but maybe not. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has talent, y'all. That sucker there, big and fast, can run when he ain't falling down. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Tua. All right, Russell Wilson. We at halfway point. Russell Wilson is a mid-pack quarterback. Damn one year. What a difference a year makes. Jared Goff, Derek Carr, and Kyler Murray at 13. All right. Uh, do I have any issues with this right now? Ah, uh, I can't lie to y'all. Jared Goff is, 
He trying to climb a little higher than that, but I don't know where to put him. You ever have that unsettling feeling like, what do I do with you? I don't know, but I do something with you. I don't know about 15 for Jared Goff. Russell Wilson, that was a fast drop, and he right there with Tua. But those some names, those some dudes. I mean, them dudes making $150 million contracts, so 13 in the league ain't nothing to sneeze at. You imagine a 13th-ranked running back? <laughs> He's something to sneeze at with his broke ass. Goodness. All right, tier two. A quarterback that can carry his team sometimes, but not as consistently. Ah, all right. Good wrinkle. He can handle pure passing situations and doses and or possess other dimensions that are special enough to elevate him above tier T, tier three. That's lazy. What the hell you mean? He's just a little better than tier three. Duh. Why? You can't now. Oh, he's better than tier three. Why? Oh, because he's just better than tier three. Boring. He has a hole or two in his game. There you go. Kirk Cousins is number 12. Yeah. As they wrote in here, something's missing with Kirk Cousins. And it's like, it shouldn't even be something's missing. It's just, he doesn't have that extra special sauce, right? I think Kirk Cousins is special. I think it's special in this way. Always going to put you in it. Always going to, and that's special. Y'all like, y'all take that for granted. Like, it's, it's hard to play football, especially quarterback. And somebody always going to keep you around it. I like that guy. Deshaun Watson. Ah, he had to drop from the year prior. Matthew Stafford. Okay. Wait a minute. At number nine, that means he's a top 10 quarterback in this league, is Dak Prescott. We have solved the mystery, the sports mystery that everyone has been perplexed about. Dak Prescott is a top 10 quarterback, which makes him elite, right? I mean, if you top third of the league, you're not elite. Y'all answer that in the comments. Trevor Lawrence, wait a minute. <sighs> Is Trevor Lawrence better than Dak already, or is he gonna be better than Dak? That's the question. For me, he gonna be. Is he already? Ah, yeah. Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Wait a minute. If Lamar Jackson seven, Jalen Hurts is six. Yeah. Pregnant pause. We gotta catch our breath, y'all. That Super Bowl run. An almost Super Bowl championship was amazing. Good for him. Good for them. Over Lamar. Lamar is coming down the hill, even though this could be his best year. Injuries, uh, a little off the, the passing game, horrible play calling or not balanced. <sighs> if you had to take Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson, who you taking? <laughs> I don't know. I'm taking Lamar. I'm still taking Lamar, but boy, this could be the year I give him up for adoption for Jalen Hurts. Let's see. All right, so here's our tier one quarterbacks. Wait a minute. Y'all know I'm pumped. I ain't hear his name yet, so he tier one. Ah, he can carry his team each week. The team wins because of him. <laughs> he expertly handles pure passing situations. No real holes in this game. No real hoes in this game. His name is Justin Herbert. Try to tell these fools where Acho at. Call him something now, partner. Top five quarterback in the league. I've been telling Cassie top five. And he ain't five in my book, but I respect these names in front of him because they actually have the team resume that he doesn't have. But individually, nobody's done what he's done in his first three years. Nobody. All right. Aaron Rodgers, number four. Duh. Number three, Josh Allen. Okay. Two, Joe Burrow. Mm. Duh, number one, Patrick Mahomes. That's why I didn't start at the top, because we know Patrick Mahomes is going to be number one. 
This whole Joe Burrow, Josh Allen conversation is more interesting than anything in here. Other than Justin Herbie, Herbie is top five, which is going to make me geek all year. Y'all taking Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? For me, I'm taking Josh Allen. Now I will lean into my player lane and say I take talent when it's, when it's a consideration with somebody else over everything else. Not intangibles, I won't say that, but I take the talent of Josh Allen with his intangibles over the talent of Joe Burrow with his intangibles. You feel me? It's just a talent conversation right now, basically, because their intangibles, I think, are both tremendous in different ways. Who y'all taking, Burrow or Josh Allen? Well, whatever you take, man, just know that um, this list, to me, pretty much nailed it. Can't lie. I don't see any major hiccups in there. They got everybody where they belong, except there's no top, there's no tier five. And we know damn well we watch enough football to know that some quarterback, if not some of them, just suck. Woo! Today's the day. <sighs> Today's the day. First muscle I ever had was my traps. And then I got my chest. And then I used to do stuff like this. I hope I can still do it. Nope. I need a pencil. I used to use a pencil. And I used to walk around school like this. What's up, girl? And then I go on the wall and I hit my name, uh, M. Hey, corny, worked. 11th, 12th grade. <laughs> no lie. But you know what else works? Y'all supporting this show. and Somebody on Friday getting this Swag Away book right here. Never shut up. You know what else works on this show? Playing cards for guessing 100K. We know who you are. And this jersey. Make them dance. Make them dance. This jersey's for you. Okay. Well, ESPN is not for Mark Jackson anymore. What the hell going on? Oh, goodness. Mark Jackson? There go that man again. He gone? Mr. One-liner? Oh, man, let's talk about it. All right, so Monday, yesterday, we were uh, listening to all the sports media talking. You saw that his role may be reduced as ESPN NBA analyst, and some even said it was in peril. Well, by the end of that day, uh, he was in the same position as Jeff Van Gundy. Gone. That's what they did to him, right? And then they broke on Twitter that this just in, Mark Jackson told me he was let go by ESPN. He had two years left on his contract. Jeff Van Gundy was let go weeks ago. That came from Peter Vesey. All right. So now you're sitting back like, damn, Mark Jackson gone too? 12 years there, two different stints. We know he was the coach of the Splash Brothers and was ahead of the game and calling them the best scoring duo he's ever seen. And then people were clowning him. And then obviously he lost his job there to go back to ESPN. But uh, let's talk through the beats of this before we talk about what's happening here. So Andrew Marchand's report that Jackson could stay on and join play-by-play player Mark Jones on the network's second team. But if he balked at that option, he could be headed out of ESPN. He said that, but obviously it looks like Mark Jackson just balked at it, did not want to do that. Okay, so they're going to now allegedly have Breen, Doris Burke getting promoted, and Doc Rivers back on air. Now, a lot of people have been talking about this for a while. Like, that's what ESPN is going to do. That's what ESPN should do. Interesting, right? So he's been there before. We know Doc Rivers in the same position Mark Jackson was. And I told you all about a month ago, 
That will be redundant if they brought back Doc Rivers. So as soon as we heard Doc Rivers, we shouldn't have been saying and Doc Rivers should have been saying or Mark Jackson, right? That's what it was. So <clears throat> people are perceiving this, this new duo, Doris Burke and Doc Rivers, better than Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. Do you think that way? Let me tell you why the perception is that it's better. It's because simply it's not perceived to be bitter. Damn it, damn it, damn it. For some reason, Mark Jackson is perceived to be bitter. And then Jeff Van Gundy does come off as bitter. <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy did his part to come off as bitter. But everyone thought that Mark Jackson would be bitter. Remember every time he went back to Golden State, we were always watching and listening extra carefully. Like, eh, we taste it. We hear any salt? Taste any salt? Any salt in the air? And I never caught it. Y'all may have. Show me some receipts. Never caught it. But that always has been the cloud, the perception. The reality of Jeff Van Gundy and then obviously being Stan's brother, and we know the issues that Stan had with ESPN, and he had the issues of trying to be on the big show. That didn't work because of his relationship with the NBA. And then that's your brother. We heard the bitterness. We heard Jeff Van Gundy tell us, okay, that ain't good for business necessarily, what you just said. But you're a damn good broadcaster. But Doc, Doc, um, Mark Jackson in the same position? I never saw that. Never thought that. So now they're going to have Doris Burke, who is certainly qualified for that role. Nobody going to slight Doris Burke. I think universally love Doris Burke for what she does and brings to the game. And her voice. Like Anita Baker up there, <laughs> up there singing, but she just talking basketball. Just such a good voice. I'm like, yeah. You know, I catch her. I love Doris Burke, so can't go there. But Doc Rivers, let's just say he ain't going to bring the smoke, or is he going to bring the smoke? If we're going to get Doc Rivers, or we're going to get some Sean Payton, or we're going to get one of those coaches who got the coach's hat on, who's going to protect everything and everybody, because you know, they still a part of the fraternity. That will be interesting to see, that we're going to see a coach who, I don't want to say limbo, but at a moment's notice can get a job. So then how far does that guy go into the lane that Sean Payton went into at Fox and then had to go back, and then when he went back, didn't know how to act. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So I'm just interested in this right now. No lie, I like Mark Jackson and Van Gundy because I'm used to him way more on way, way more on paper than I would Doc Rivers and Doris Burke. But I see that's a safe bet based on what went down in the playoffs last year with Van Gundy especially. And let's just say rocky terrain ahead for the NBA in terms of those commentary, the commentary that comes from a Jeff Van Gundy or even a Mark Jackson without Jeff Van Gundy. Who do you pair him with? So it sounds like they just wanted to go clean slate. And I ain't bring up Mike Breen's name too much because Mike Breen ain't going nowhere. That sucker there is a scientist in terms of how he calls the game. So just an interesting one, you know, nothing too deep about this. This is one of those, let's clean house since we're already cleaning, and let's make sure it's spotless, if you get what I'm saying. Like, Doc Rivers doesn't come in with the same things, and the Christian or the values that people were upset or just had to understand about Mark Jackson, and then the coaching issues that he had in Golden State, and would it be weird? He, to me, went right, right by all that. But that's still something in the conversation. Let's be real. It's out there. 
and Jeff Van Gundy just kept adding logs to the fire. <laughs> like, he didn't give a damn. So, this is a cleaner, safer bet. Uh, but will it be a better bet is the conversation. So, you agree with ESPN firing Mark Jackson? I say no. No, find a way. But, you know, when I tell y'all about the ego on descent, like the demotion, the demoted ego, remember we were talking about Mike Tirico. And I was like amazed that he took the demoted ego for six, seven years. Mark Jackson sounded like he couldn't take it for six, seven minutes. He was like, hell no. Y'all ain't doing that to me. And where should he go next? Ooh, Mark Jackson on TNT. Yeah, he need to go get, get Reggie Miller. Uh, Chris Weber, is he still doing it? Like, yeah, Mark Jackson should go get one of them roles too, right? Or would you be happy with the new team of Mike Breen, Doris Burke, and Doc Rivers? That making you smile? Smile as big as the old team? Or smile bigger because you like this new team? Ooh, let's get straight to it because these comments are hilarious today. Uh, Friday Swagaway, who going to win this book? Who going to scream and shout? Shuh! Who going to scream and shout? Shuh! Where that from? Woo! Somebody get that one. They in the game. Somebody deep in them trees. They get that one. Gonna get this too. Somebody gonna get the 100K giveaway. Somebody gonna get this straight out of Jersey. Yeah, welcome them, my brother. Bow! Time, 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 time for some action. And time for the funk up some comments right here. Let's go. I think his comments were out of line. Really? It's like when one president gets in office and won't shut the hell up about how bad the last president was how he ruined everything. Just do the job. You're the president coach now. Time to look forward. I don't like that comment. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you why. There's one part in here. You got to watch when people go in. They, they time shift or they tense shift, right? Like present tense, past tense, etc. And people do that a lot. And then they try to make something analogous. But really, you just went from apples to apples to apples to oranges. You catch what he said here? He said... And when one president gets in office and won't shut the hell up about how bad the last president was. Sean Payton just said it one time, but he said it with thunder. <laughs> but he ain't been chirping. He ain't always talking about the Denver Broncos past regime. He ain't always talking about the Jets. They asked him about last year. Can he not respond? And, sorry, pardon me, can he not respond truthfully, right? So I don't like when people do that. Like, you do something once, and they compare you to someone to do it a thousand times and say you're the same person. I stole one piece of candy, and then he robbed ten banks. We're both thieves. Okay. All right, here's the next one. If the Jets pummel the Broncos when they play this season, Sean Payton may make the Broncos an even bigger laughing stock. Mm. Well, we know how that goes, but roll the dice, damn it. There's only two options. You're going to win or lose. Why are people so scared of losing? <laughs> like, you won. If you lose, let's just say you got another chance to win, right? Kobe used to always say when he missed a shot, I never lost the joy of taking the next one. <laughs> Y'all so scared out here to lose. Who cares if you got to eat crow? Like, you're going to live your life so you always look right and sound right and, and you are right? That ain't life, man. It's all good. He popped off because he was like, yo, they sucked last year. And I know why they suck. Why do I know? Because I'm a coach and I know what coaching looks like. That doesn't look like good coaching. We can't allow that to just go through our mainstream culture and um, hit us where it's supposed to hit us. I like those comments. Can't lie to y'all. All right, we got a member comment right here. Member, 
Marcus P. 1620. I'm a fan of The Office, so I'm going to put my Dwight Schrute hat on. Never watched The Office, sorry. Quality running backs like Taylor, Cook, and Jacobs touch the ball often and can score at any moment, so they are money beats. Okay. Now, they may not be prize beats like a franchise quarterback, but they're trying to treat those running backs like some discount turnips. Okay, if I watch The Office, I might be laughing right now, but I know what you're trying to say. I don't give a damn if you are a what? Money beat. <laughs> you ain't more money than a quarterback beat. <laughs> you want to hear the beat of a quarterback? Boom, boom, boom. Touchdown again. I said a boom, a boom. Touchdown. That's a quarterback beat. Yo beat as a running back. Second down. Third down. Oh, first down. <laughs> Man, stop playing with me. All right, here we go. Leading rushers in the Indy Coats era. Ooh. Edron James, let him walk in free agency. Mm, true. Marshall Falk, traded instead of new contract. Mm, true. Eric Dixon, traded instead of new contract. Wow. Joseph Adai, re-signed a three-year, $14 million deal, cut one year later. Wow. Jonathan Taylor, question mark. <laughs> to What's the best indicator of future behavior? Past behavior. Damn you, Jim Mersey. Let's just say you got a resume of treating these running backs a different way. All right, here's the Stephen A. Smith controversial Kim Kardashian tweet. And we got a member right here at 40 and famous. 40 and famous 16. I know I said that wrong. I don't believe Stephen A. had nothing to do with it. But you know the saying, doing too much. Yeah, who's ever on the team might not have a job soon. Salute, big dog. (laughs) He ain't lying. Somebody got their ass handed to him or cut. Somebody, the Grim Reaper just showed up. Who wrote the content for that video? Who wrote the caption? Whoever did it, don't say anything. I'm going to turn around. And when I come back, you must be gone. And that was it. I mean, somebody on the team who don't make enough money ain't going to make no money now. They got to go. How was that a clerical error? Just apologize and keep the lie. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a clerical error because you're like somebody on my team who's supposed to type that up. The clerk <laughs> messed it up. So, yeah, I ain't mad at Stephen A for saying it that way. Okay, now for all you other members out there, sometimes you're like, dog, I love you, Wiley. I don't love all your topics. I don't want to respond to your topics. I want to just ask you a question. All right, all right. as long as it say, dear that dude or damn that dude or something with a D, I don't know anymore. But I like deer damn. So deer is like, oh, I want to ask you a question. I'm nice. Damn is like, yo, what's up, Wiley? Yo, what it be? What it do? Like, you know what I mean? Damn. Deer damn. So let's do that. All right. And the members, got to be a member though. I ain't answering all y'all questions, god dang. <laughs> members, dear dad dude, damn dad dude. Let's talk some dad dude stuff. I'll answer any question. I don't care what it is. Yep. You can ask me about my eighth grade girlfriend, Davida Adams. I don't care. I tell y'all, I'm an open book. Why am I open book? So y'all can't trap me nowhere. I can't wait till they try to get me with one of them scandals. I'd be like, fool, I've been said that. <laughs> it actually has happened a couple of times. They'd be like, Marcel's why? Man, shut up, fool. Marcel's been said that. I tell y'all all my stuff, good, bad, and ugly. Who cares? All right, y'all. Let's get into a Wileyism. Yeah. Talk likes to rob the walk. Yes, it does. Talk likes to rob the walk. You know why? Because there's power in your words. And the power that comes from your words sometimes will take away from you actually doing and living up to those same words. Don't believe me? 
Let's say this. I am the man. You ever say that to yourself? I'm the man. That feels good, right? Even if it don't mean nothing. Like, you, it's just your energy, your vibration just went a little higher. Or tell yourself, man, I ain't shit. <laughs> I suck. You, you just feel a little like, nah, nah. but guess what? When you got to go out there and do something, watch what you're saying to yourself while you got to go do it. Yeah, because that's some fuel. That could be some nitrous or that could be a downshift in terms of you doing that actual walk. Plus, sometimes people talk so much, they be writing them checks that they buck can't cash. Writing them checks, they tongue that they feet ain't going to cash. And next thing you know, like, dog, all that talking, and you ain't do half of what you said you're going to do, right? So be careful in those situations. You can use the power of your words to give you extra power on your mission as you walk towards your goal. Or, or, or it can undermine every step you take. You won't get there. <laughs> Where that from? And then all of a sudden your talk will rob the walk. So just in life, you got to be in coordination. You got to have your tongue and your walk coordinate. They got to be together on this mission. So talk, remember, likes to rob the walk. All right, y'all. That'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! Want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley. More to it is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, That Dude Entertainment and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcellus Wiley, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews, membership to Wiley's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.